When, when it's spring, spring again, again, I'll bring again, again. tulips from Amsterdam. Oh, oh, what fun it is to listen to win on races and we love gays. Oh, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Win Up Racist and We Love Gays podcast. My name's Lenny Sherman. Podcast. And my name's Ben Adams. And we're here to bring you Christmas joy yeah. and Christmas love. And not just yes. you, Joy. Not just you, Joy, but everyone else. No, not just you. No, everyone else as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not just uh, joy. Good stuff. No. Cool. How are you? You good? You full of Christmas cheer? Yes, sir. Yourself? What's nice. new with you? Talk to me. Oh, I'm having a terrible time. I'm having a terrible time. Just stressed. As you can see in the background, I'm at the Grinch Mountain, Crumpet, Ooh. Mount Crumpet, because I'm feeling a bit grinchy. I'm fed up. Bloody Christmas, as the uh, influencers say, Christmas is not Christmasing at the moment for me. It's, uh, yeah, it's pissing me off. Just Why? everyone around all the time. It's just busy. It's London. It's busy. Oh, it's driving me mad. Everyone's like in Oxford Street, even though there's no shops anymore. Oh, just... Oh, just piss off everyone. That's what I think. And I'm, I'm trying to basically. I've come to you today. You're Mr. Positivity. You're all good. I'm stressed. I've got lots of rants, lots of annoyances, and I'm hoping that you'll be able to level me out a bit. Yeah, that's all you're upset about. Mate of mine died last week. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. So put things in perspective, mate. Well, right yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, thanks for your condolences, by the way. Oh, honestly, mate, I'm really sorry. Like that is awful. That is bloody awful. No, yeah. genuinely. And every no, this is a thing that I've been getting recently, and it's really I don't understand how to do it. When I am very serious, and like I'll say to people, someone will say about their baby or something. I know it's boring, but when someone says about a uh, baby or something, I'll go, "Oh, that's so nice. Oh, I'm so pleased," and they'll go, "Don't take the piss." And I'm like, "Well." I'm not taking a bit. I'm genuinely being like, I'm, when you said that, I thought, oh God, that's awful. Like genuinely sorry to hear that your friend died. That's horrible. But it sounds like I'm taking the piss, but I'm not. <laughs> why, why, why <laughs> looking at you now and you're not believing me. You're like, nah, nah, nah. He's taking why, the piss. Why, why are you laughing? Because well, you're laughing. Because you're going. I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing. No, but honestly, it's a thing that I've had recently. Do you know what you say in that situation? Thinking, my girlfriend does. No, just say it's nervous laughter. Nervous laughter, nervous laughter. I remember years ago when my nan died, my dad, I, like, I was a young teenager mm. and my mum and dad told us and I started laughing, but I wasn't, I didn't find it funny. No. Just like nervous laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you got to say. So when you do laugh at someone who gives you really bad news, that's nervous laughter before they nervous kill laughter, you. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I'm always tripping up on stuff. Like, I'll tell you what, I did a gig recently. And it went bloody amazing. It was so Where was good. It? Let's have some details, Ben. All right, details. It was in Ramsgate, right by the sea. Very lovely. Very lovely. Um, and it was a gig. It was about 80 people there. Really nice. Did Had a good time. Did you speak about this last week already? No, I don't think so. Right. Anyway, Did I? Yeah, I think you no. mentioned the gig. But anyway. I think I mentioned the gig, but I didn't mention the what no. happened. Go on in. So basically, there was a, I was killing it. I was killing it. I was all hyped. And previously in the show, there was a woman who had sat in the front row and the MC had said, oh, you're right. You know, she was like, oh, I'm OK. Just Christmas isn't great because I'm looking after my dad. And uh, and then the MC went, oh, what's up with your dad? And she went, I don't I don't want to talk about it. I'll um, 
I'll, I'll end up crying if I talk about it. And he moved on swiftly, right? Yep. Anyway, I'm in the middle of my set. I'm like killing it and they're loving the dark stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I can say whatever I want. And then at one point I, t- I tried to get them to stand up and they're a bit like, hmm. And I went to this woman, I come yeah, on. I, stand. W- I, I wouldn't like that. Well, I don't, I don't like it when people talk to me, but they do. Oh, but if I go to a comedy gig, I'm, I'm trying to be standing up. And What's wrong with that? Stuff. What's I wrong with standing up? I just want to sit down and watch the show. Fucking hate audiences, honestly. God, oh, just do me. your fucking jokes. Do you know what? I'd rather just do it in a mirror. I'd rather just do my set in a mirror. I'd get more joy out of it. But, like, I was there and I said to her, she, I was like, come on, stand up. And I went, do it like your dad's life depends on it. And I instantly felt so bad i felt so i was instantly like that was so out of order why did i say that she oh, wasn't being nasty or yeah and did deserve that she did not deserve that at all and i, I even said but the problem is because i said oh god that was too far and shows weakness everyone's like oh i'm not too sure about this guy and, you know oh. Oh, what you think you should have just kept no i should have just not said it i should have just yeah, not fuck said your it. dad fuck your dad oh. but in the same gig a guy i think i t- spoke about the guy running out because his granddad had died of a stroke, and I had a joke about my granddad dying of a stroke. But I think I've already spoken about that. But yeah, it is what nice. It is. It is what it is. Nice work. Yeah. Didn't did your gig recently say it was good? Uh, yeah, I thought I had a really good gig last night. That's I was a good a, one lately. Downstairs at the King's Head, the legendary. Oh. I think it's the oldest comedy club in London, if not Britain. <laughs> Very um, beautiful little club, well run, lovely geese who runs it, Peter Walsh and I mean, it's in Crouch End, go down there, check out, it's a good club, nice. and the lead support. But um, yeah, I was the opening act, uh, and I had fucking one of the best gigs I've had in ages. Nice. Sort of slow, I purposely, tactically slowed down. I was just listening to stand-up on the way, like a bit of emo Phillips on the earphones yeah. to get in the mood. And um, I thought, he's going slow. But I thought, no, maybe I'll go fast. So I purposely went a bit slow. I'm really sat in it, and it really paid dividends. And um, oh, as nice. you know, being the opening act, like the first act on, is the toughest spot, yeah. they say. I always get opening. They always get me to open because I'm so high energy, but I'm very dark, so it sometimes doesn't work. I love... Stop I'm just yawning. I'm not... <laughs> stop pointing out. Most people are listening oh. anyway. They wouldn't even notice. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But um, I like going on first because it's like a blank page. Mm. You know what I mean? There's, they've got no one to compare you with. I think especially... I'm not a dark comedian, really. I'm a bit edgy, but nothing, mm. nothing, mate. Not really. It's all right. I, no, could, no, I can no, play yeah. any room. I think I can play any room, personally. Yeah. And um, pretty... You know, you've got to have a little bit of edge here and there. I think it makes it funnier, personally. But anyway, I, yeah, I like going on. It's like a blank page. They've got no one to compare you with. So, but if you say you went on, like, especially in London, some of these, if you went on, you got two, like, like wokey feminists, for instance, and they're doing really gentle, yeah. fucking lefty, you know, right on material. And then mm-hmm. you, you go on and you're a bit like, Dark or laddish or something. That, that tone's sort of been set. A little yeah, bit. it does. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. so that, but you can work around that, but it just makes it a little bit... I, I like going on first. It's, yeah, so no, I, yeah, I do. I do. I do a lot of warm-up. I've done warm-up as well. There's another... The Josh James podcast. Give him a little plug. He's yeah, a oh, yeah, yeah. Big, big podcast. He does... Yeah. Um, 
he was doing a live recording at Up the Creek Comedy Club. Nice. And um, on Tuesday night, and he asked me to do warm up. So when I'm when I've done like 10, 12 minutes, warmed the crowd up. That was quite tricky. I've done well though, because they're just there to see the podcast. I've gone. On. Yeah, that's the hardest thing, isn't it? When you do a gig for, and they're all there for someone else, it's like. I've done that a few times. I've done um, warm up for Jerry Sadowich and for Clinton Baptiste as well. Yeah, very nice. Friend of the podcast, Clinton Baptiste. Friend, friend, friend of everyone. Yeah, and nice. um, because you're going on the trick is what well, I think. What well, uh, the first one I done was Jerry Sadowich, and he didn't even introduce me or nothing. I also went on totally cold. And what it is as well, when I've done these one, I've done twenty minutes, and then they're having an interval, and then they're bringing in one. So I couldn't mention the interval. Right, right, right. Because they'd all go, oh, fuck off, we're coming back in 20 minutes. A lot of them, <laughs> a lot of them yeah. they would have done, they would have done. So uh, the trick is, I went on and got, hello, my name's Lenny Sherman, I'm the warm-up actor tonight. I'm going to talk to you for a little while, then we get Jimmy on. How's that sound? Go, hey, big cheering and bang, straight into the set. So, but the podcast recording was a slightly different vibe. I was sort of like, I, I sort of did do that. And he's, he's all, well, the audience that were there on this particular night was very laddie, very like Essex boy, sniffhead type crowd. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Sort of like a dapper laugh type crowd. I'll be, I'll, yeah. I've been finding that recently. Yeah. And, um, so they, yeah, they weren't really. So I was getting into. I was doing a bit of the material. I was going all, all, all right. They're not a, a comedy crowd. They're not a comedy club sort of crowd. No, they're not really interested in this, that, and the other. And but then I started taking the piss out of people in the crowd. Perfect. Sort of like bit yeah, right that's up. what they want. Mm. So I didn't really want to do to be honest, yeah, because where well, I didn't this... gig much. I don't gig as much lately. So this is why I've done really well. Sat like last night, Saturday whatever day you listen certainly I've done the gig too so I was a lot more slick but I only really mm. gig like I'd say on average about once a week at the moment yeah yeah so I'm not and that's not every week so I might do two one week and then not gig for a fortnight so I'm not yeah a, yeah I'm a lot more slick when I've got a little run going do you know what I mean but this is what I, I find like it, lately I've found the crowds like that I found like either it's very woke very lefty very like can't wait for the next feminist to come on or it's that sort of crowd where it's like, take the piss out of my mate. Oh, I just want you to take the piss out of my mate. And you think, okay, well, what is there, you know, is there a middle ground? Well, no, listen, this is probably where you go. All different, it's every gig you do is a different crowd. Yeah. Right, so all places, all like, the one I've done it downstairs at the King Ed, King's Head, very posh, very middle class yeah. crowd, mostly. That's not yeah, to yeah. say you won't get some working class blokes walking or whatever. Yeah. But, and you sort of read the room as you go along. And yeah, you, yeah. Sometimes you'll have a mix of people and that. You can't really think like that. I just, I Are find, you, I find what? lately it's it's different every time. I find like when we, when I used to do stand up, a bit more you could sort of dick it. But now I find that every crowd is so different. It's so different. And I well, can't, there will be can't they? when you th- when you think about oh, it. Oh yeah. You know and, and and it's up to you to take control. And yeah. Set, so so if I'm doing. Like you wouldn't do dark material right off the top, unless that was the vibe that night. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. mean, but you sort of like get them on side first. So good analogy is if you if you if you met a girl, right? You wouldn't just go on the first date and start fucking yeah. cock out, start giving her one. You like wine her and dine her, a few compliments, 
all that, take on a few dates, and then you'd have But then at the same time, if you met that girl and you realise this girl is not for me, I'm not bothered. Like, it's hard to, when I do that with audiences a lot, I think if I'm starting my stuff and I'm doing it and then the audiences aren't going, I think actually I don't really, I don't really give a shit what they think, to be honest, because it's yeah, just annoying me. Well, it is if you want to be a stand up, but I'm, I'm, oh, I just like doing it. I like doing it. I think it's fun. I, don't get me wrong. I've been like that. Some audiences yeah, are fucking fuck you. They but don't know for the best time, you're sort of like, well, this ain't working. I'll go down this route. Yeah, yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. When I when I first started, I was like, just like you have five minutes, didn't you, when you first start, and that's all you've got, and you're very, and you haven't got experience, you haven't really yeah. done crowd work, and you're very one dimensional. But now, if I'm like, I'll open up with stuff, but I'll use trial and tested stuff at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and, then, the and then if if that's not working, I might, oh, I'll do, oh, this this is a vibe I'm getting. I'll do this sort of material, or yeah. oh, I won't do that material about coming and fighting at the same time. They're not. They're not gonna. They're a bit. They're crude. not that sort of. <laughs> they're a bit crudish. Yeah. Or, or what I would do a lot of the time, I dip into crowd work. That can lift up a crowd a lot. Yeah, I struggle bit... with that. I struggle with crowd work. Why? Because I just don't. Well, like you say, like you say, you don't want to be stand up when you go to stand up. I when I go to see stand up, I don't want to be talked to. I, I hate it. I think there must be other people that are like me that just want to sit there and watch the stand up. They don't want to be. Oh, what do you do for a living? What I just and well, yeah, so you, I, got, well, no, stop, stop. you ain't got to say what you do for a living. Uh, you do your own crowd work. Yeah, Let me yeah, give yeah, an but, example of what I do. Now, okay. give me one one of your jokes, just any random joke. Just tell me one of your jokes. Not the old uh, joke. My, my girlfriend fell pregnant. Right, I'll do so, that one. So I'll stop you there. That's my point. Is right. So you can go crowd work. Start talking to someone. Hello, mate. What's your name? Where are you from? Oh are, yeah, you yeah. Been, you can have you got? Uh, no, listen. Hear me out, right? And then. They'll and you can go talk about as you got a girlfriend, as you got a partner. Mm. Knowing that even if that goes flat, you can do the joke. Yeah, you can yeah. just segue into that girlfriend material. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've I've got I've got a bit. Hello, mate. What's your name? Whatever name he says to me. Yeah. And I've got one for a woman's name as well. I've got a joke. Oh, that's my nephew. Yeah, lined up. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I'll go into this joke about my nephew. And it works quite well for me as well. So oh, I'll, I'll do the old joke there. So I'll go, hello, mate, what's your name? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan, oh. Because what they do as well, by the way, at the beginning, they think, oh, he's going to hammer him. Especially my sort of style, the way I look, you know, I'm a bit of a geezer. They always do that. That's why they don't want to sit at the front row. Because right. they're like, oh. So they, they might, or they might think that about most comedians. They think, oh, he's going to hammer him. So what I'll do, jo- Jonathan, oh, that's my little nephew's name. Now, he's only 18, but he loves having sex with cougars. Apart from that, he's a bloody good zookeeper. So, yeah. boom. And then they're sort of thinking, oh, that's, that's quite nice. And it's a good joke. And they're like, oh, that's quite nice. And then I might, and then I'll ask him something else about, mm. I've got another one I'd use as well. When I say, cool, you're quite a big, I will try and single out someone who looks quite muscular or quite big or not mm. not, not like a wimp. Or even, or even if it was a wimp, it'd work because it'd be ironic. I'd go, cool, you're quite a big old lump, isn't you? You 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 in the building game, yeah. And they might go, yeah. If they go, yeah, great. Or if they go, nah. Say, ah, oh, I used to be a contractor. I contracted syphilis, herpes. So you sort of like using your jokes as backup. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But what you find with crowd work, the dynamic of it, because like you said, no one wants to be spoken to. No, it? no one really. Ninety nine point nine percent, unless you got a prick there. But 
they, so the reason it becomes fun, you if you start doing it, knowing you've got them backup jokes, you'll yeah. because you, as soon as you speak to them, people are sort of going, oh, and they just get a laugh. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch a lot. Well, that's of what I hate about it. I hate it, like that idea that if you talk to someone, then it's suddenly like like I used to do it at Brighton when people used to I'll sit at the front and they'd be like, oh no, we can't sit at the front. It's like no, I'm not. I hate that. I hate that you think, oh, I'm going to get completely like yeah. Real. And listeners, no, but most you're not going to if you go to a comedy club. Yeah, a comedian is not going to pick on you no. unless you do something stupid like heckle yeah. or you disrupt the show. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might have a little laugh with you, but nothing, but most no, of them. Gonna, yeah, no one's going to ruin you. Not, I'm talking about most comedians. You go to a comedy club, that's the sort of, cause if a comedian just starts caning someone for no reason, the comedian yeah. looks bad. They look a bit But awkward. like, that's what Frankie Ball used to do and I used to hate that about him. Like, I used to like, really like Frankie Ball, but then he used to come on but then I suppose if you go to see Frankie Boy, you're sort of that's you, that's yeah. you stick. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, most people they don't really. It's not a big deal. No. Like, oh, I've got the piss taken out of me at comedy club. No, not the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, yeah. For me, if I was with my girlfriend, I feel a bit of a mug. If I got mugged off in front of my girlfriend, there's that sketch. Yeah, there's a sketch. I think it's in Tim Robinson. He goes to a com- comedy night, and then the comedian sort of just pokes fun at him a little bit, and the whole journey home, the the girlfriend's like just less of a man to me now like, I, just can't, <laughs> I yeah, can't even really look at you but yeah but yeah i remember years remember mike uh mike reed yeah frank butcher in east enders hey, east of hey. and he was from the east end and my dad was like from the east end and they're like a similar sort of age and he's going years ago my dad had this mate called they used to call him daphne because he had like blonde curly hair but he was a right hard cunt they used to call him Dap because like, like, he's going, hey, he looked like a bird, so they called him Daphne because right. he'd be blown curly hair. But he was a right fucking naughty count. Know? Was it one of those things where you don't, you don't call him Daphne? We... We'll be right back in just a minute. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, podcast listeners. It's Derek Igloo here. Podcast listeners, if you enjoy the show and want to support us, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash WNRWLG. You'll get access to exclusive perks, early episodes, behind-the-scenes content, and Patreon-only episodes. Please join the Patreon community and support us, your friends, your brothers. Thanks for your support. Do adjust the script needed to match your podcast style and tone. Join the Patreon, you mug, geezer. I don't know. No, I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. But he, when he, him and his missus went and see Mike Reed, and Mike Reed took the piss out of his missus, and he pulled him up after, and Mike oh, Reed shit himself, apparently. Oh, wow. Uh, and I a little funny story. And I, my old man, he always used to slag off Mike Reed. When he's on East End, he's going, hey, he's fucking that flash bastard, fucking. <laughs> he's very over the top, wasn't he? Mm. And, um, going, yeah, that. Because, like, people see that from the like, they see Danny die or whatever, and, like, from the outside, they're going, oh, but, like, real cockneys and that series think he's fucking, well, that's a bit bit much. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Over the, and my dad always used to slag him off. And, I, and, and out of loyalty to my dad, I never liked Mike Reed either out of loyalty to my dad. And then I remember fucking years later, Mike Reed died. My dad went, oh, that's a shame. He's all right, Emily. I was like, all oh, right. What? what? Hang on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought, what? I oh. fucking hated that geezer with you. <laughs> Just because of you, I hated him. Yeah, for, like yeah. loyalty. I had no other reason than loyalty to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, um, shall we? Um, is, it, is it Agony Uncle's time? I believe it is. Ooh. Oh, boy, here it Mom is. Yeah, oh, oh, we should do a bit more positive than that. But hang on, I'm going to do the jingle. I'm in agony, uncles. Help me. I mean, you can think of a better one. Um, oh, agony, uncles. Agony, uncles. What do I do with my life? Cool. Probably should rehearse these things before we go. <sighs> Don't worry about it. No, it's all good. Okay. Shall I read the first one out? Yes, you read the first one out. And um, we'll both answer it, but you've got <laughs> first, first pickings, so to speak. Right. Dear Benny and Lenny, bedtimes for my son have become a nightmare. No matter what we do, he never wants to go to sleep. I'm at my wit's end. I'm 37 and my wife is 34 and our son is seven. We adopted adopted him five years ago. Oh. Things gone fucked up. Uh, bear with Bless me. him. Great thing to yeah, do. Well done. We adopted him five years ago. Uh, right. Until now, we've never had any issues with him. And I've got to him five years ago. How old is he? Doesn't say. Uh, oh, he's seven. Seven. When he was two. Until now, we never had any issues with him. He would always go to bed when he was told, and it was rare he ever woke up in the middle of the night. But over the past few months, bedtime has become chaotic. Every single night, it's the same thing. He never wants to go to sleep and causes mayhem when we try to make him. Despite all our efforts, he never listens. We've tried every trick at the book at this point. Mm. We've been loving, firm, tried to set boundaries, use warnings, and even tried giving him a bedtime routine. But he always ends up in arguments and tears. The last thing we want to do is upset him. That's telling, isn't it? Yeah. But we've run out of options. These days, even when he does fall asleep, he very often wakes up in the middle of the night and the issues repeat themselves again. We're at a complete loss. It's getting to the point where we're starting to reflect, yeah. re, re, yeah. affect our relationship. Ben, it's a common problem. It's a common problem. It is a common problem how to how get your kids to sleep. How do you think they should deal with it? How do you think Listen, they should deal with it? It's simple. It's, the thing well, is, it's, it's, not, it's not very, you know, you probably wouldn't find this in the parenting books, but get him pissed. Get him as pissed as you possibly can. Good go advice. to uh, Tesco's. Go to the cheapest one you can find. Maybe Audi. Get yourself a bottle of whiskey. I'd say whiskey, but you can use vodka. Yeah. Chug it. Chug it. Tell him it's put it in his orange juice. Put it in his whatever he's eating that day. Just give it to him as much as possible, and he'll pass out. He'll pass out quicker than you can believe, really. That's a friendly way of putting it. I, uh, I thought number one, he's adopted. You have got options here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. What? He is adopted. Maybe he's come from a broken family. Maybe his parents or yeah, whatever have got alcohol issues. No, but listen, listen. That will affect him more. It'd be good. And then eventually you can get... And then you can just keep giving him it. And then he can fall asleep every night. Oh, I mean, I mean, he's, he's... They've had him five years. I don't mm. know. Normally you get five-year warranties with things. I'm thinking maybe get in touch with his Trump adoption uh-huh. centre. Change him for a better kid. Definitely. If it's not, if it doesn't work out, if it doesn't work out, because obviously one of the side effects of getting him drunk all the time is they can be, you know, sort of a bit unruly. 
Yeah, rowdy. I'd say get him drunk for a few months, and if it doesn't work out, have they got the receipt? Yeah, get onto your citizens' advice bureau. The other yeah. thing I thought was telling. Um, I mean, yeah, the last thing we want to do is upset him. Fuck I mean, him. He's a, listen, yeah, fuck listen, him. fuck him. Ruining your life. I don't suppose you're getting any anky panky. Listen, you're doing no. a great thing. You've adopted him. He wouldn't have had, had anyone, so you're You've doing him a, a favour. Yeah. You've done him a favour. So if anything, you know, whatever, don't worry about upsetting him. Just if he gets too annoyed, like like you say, just take him back, get a new Sorry, one. Sorry, oh, by the way, that letter's from Knickerbocker Glory. Um, Thanks, Knicker. The Nick. Nick, sorry. No, Nick, not Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick Knickerbocker Glory. Knickerbocker Glory, um, right. I would say, yeah, put your foot down, get in mm. touch with the adoption centre, just swap in for a better one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Ben's advice with the um, whiskey. Drunk. Him, yeah. that, I mean, yeah, try the drunk play. first because, you know, it's a nice thing they've adopted him. Try there is him. another option. If that doesn't work, I would, I would, I would be careful with this one. Just give him a little smack on the head with something. I was going to say, I was going to say violence is all, you know. Is run always... up behind him, little dink with the hammer. I would yeah. use a sledgehammer because you'd probably kill him. Little, no, little, you know what I mean? Just a normal little hammer, little dink, not too hard. Knock him Sparko. And it's good as well because it can, if you do it right, at a certain part of the head, it can make them quite docile for the rest of their life. So it's quite, mm. you you can solve all your problems in one, really. Just go bang, but I, I, I wouldn't worry about upsetting him because, no. like I say, you're doing him a favour. Doing him a favour. Um, he's lucky. But yeah, he's lucky. I'll get in touch with the adoption centre. Because, you know, that's, you, you pay for us, you get a certain, you expect good yeah, 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 yeah. If you're doing a good thing, like they don't, they're taking. No, you got, listen, if you went to a shop and you bought a jumper and you had something wrong with it, you, you take, take it back. It back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's, not, it's no different with a child. Do you know what? I bought a whisk today, five year guarantee on a whisk, right? Yeah. So if you're getting five year guarantee on a whisk, yeah. surely there's more than that for a kid. Tell, tell them, and you can quote us on that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I next, think uh, next. We've got one uh, more. Yeah, we got this. Right, let me have a look. Where is it? Okay. Ah, right. Dear Lenny and Benny. Uh, my boyfriend constantly puts me down, right? I'm sick and tired of my boyfriend's put downs. He criticizes everything I say or do, making me feel like I'm not good enough. If I say anything, he rolls his eyes at me. And um, we're both 18. And we've been together for two years. So when they were 16, when we first started dating, he was always giving me compliments, saying I was pretty. I was attractive. Now he moans about the way I dress, calls me a slag, uh, <laughs> slag, says the makeup I wear is awful. Also slags off the way I drive and who I talk to. It feels like he's trying to turn me into something else. He denies it. And he says that he's trying to change her and help her. Mm, this is a an old classic. Um, it is. It is a classic. And who's that one from, that, ben, sorry, who's that from? Sorry, oh, sorry. That's from Amber Lance. Amber Lance. Amber Lance. And um, Amber, uh, what I would say to you, um, he, he puts you down. Mm. He Put tells her down. to change. He tells Put him her. down. Listen, tell the geezer he's got a small dick. Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. That's always a good one. Laugh if, Anytime he, he gets he, out, laugh. He, he, if, and if he's got a massive cock... Just tell him you're you went with someone else who had a bigger cock. Yeah. That a lot, yeah. lot, I think she should attack him. What other ways could she attack him, Ben? 
I mean, she could attack him anyway. I would, I would have gone a different way, personally. But what other ways can she attack him? What would you another way she could what attack him? You? Uh, if you, if you, what would any, any physical appearance, but mainly any like um, anytime he says anything, correct him. So anytime he says, I'm going to have um, a, a cup of tea or something, go, don't you mean cup of tea? Just everything, everything that you can possibly think also, of. Also, sorry, Ben, at the bottom she put PS, PS, he's from, I'm white and he's from an ethnic minority. I mean, That's to be it. honest with you, 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 you could go be down racist. the racism route. Go be racist, be as racist as you can. They, yeah. don't like, they don't like that. Um, no. no, 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 no. So, so tell him to go back to his own country. Go back home. Tell him to get on the old Bibby. What's it called? Bibby, Bibby Stock, Stockholm. Get on Say, the, if you don't, if you don't stop, you know, doing this, I'm going to put you on the Bibby, Bibby Stockholm. Um, yeah. Barge. Just, um, go to town on him. Go yeah. to town on him. Really go to types, all that. Um, yeah. Also, make up texts. So pretend. So just be texting someone. Te- send him texts, but but like like you're sending them to someone else. So you say like, "Hello, babe. Oh yeah, he's gone out tonight." Text him yes. and then text and then text her. Oh, sorry, didn't that wasn't for you. Yeah, another another good thing. Um, start doing. I don't know if you do pack lunch or work. Just like if you, when you're making him food. Yeah, yeah. Wipe, wipe a bit of your shit on his food. Yeah. Just to like get him back, you know what I mean? You Do know the best thing, like, snot you know, on it. The best thing is, is actually that really um, some counsellors will talk about this discharge. Spread right. a bit of vaginal discharge on his um, on his sandwiches, and yeah, I reckon, I reckon you'll be all right with that. I reckon oh, also, eventually. She sent in a before and after photo. She said, "This is when he." To be fair to you, love, you have let yourself go. I think I think he has got a point. Do you know what? Actually, do you know what? Yeah, I've seen the photo. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to change my. I'm going to change she, my advice. She sent. She sent. She sent. A, she, here's a photo when we first met, <laughs> when he was really nice, and here's a photo now. Oh. He's being horrible. I mean, to be fair, look, you only the second photo. You, you can clearly see bogies hanging. To be door. honest, Amber, you've put on quite a lot of weight. <laughs> you've put on quite a lot of weight beforehand, but, um, and um. Oh. I'm not feeling the fucking blue air in this one. And no. the Doctor Martin's. And he's also. saying he's saying he slags off her makeup, but then you've got. I mean, you're basically. It's like blue. It's all blue here. You've got lip liner. Oh, Amber. Yeah, you need to see see a right. good makeup. Cancer. I'm changing my advice. I'm changing my advice. Amber, maybe listen to him. Maybe yeah, just take it on board. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, maybe he's right. Do you know what? Maybe this guy's not such an arsehole. It, it, maybe he's, he's just from out here. You got to be cool to be kind, now. Yeah. Probably doing yeah. you a favour to yeah. look, look. We're gonna we tell the truth. I mean, as Ben said, you put on a lot of weight. A lot. Your makeup's a joke. Your fucking butt. You got bogies hanging from your. Yeah. Uh, Disgusting. Uh, and, and God knows what is going on with the fucking five lip rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you look like a fucking. You look like a zippy out of fucking rainbow. Yeah, yeah. That is. I think that she does. She say that's one of the things he calls her, and rightly so. Rightly so. So look, yeah. Up. Amber, but, but sorry. You should apologise to him. Yeah. And um, go on a diet. Yeah. And, and just Take have a fucking makeover. You have a makeover. Yeah. yeah please. Apolog- for heaven's sake, apologise to that yeah. poor man. Yeah. yeah. Poor bastard. I feel bad for him. He should be writing in. But yeah, so there you go, Amber. Just get on. Come on. Sort yourself out. Fuck's sake. Jesus. Right. I think it's time for Ben's rant. Oi. Oh, fuck 
Right. I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't know if I've already done it. I think I might have already ranted about. Have I already ranted about iPads at dinner tables? No. Have I not? Just do it. I don't. Not that I can recall. Not that I can remember. Well, I'll do. I'll do two then quickly, just in case. Well, iPads at dinner tables pisses me off every you time could, I go into a pub or I go into a restaurant. The kids with an iPad in front of them watching Bluey or some bollocks Coco Melon. Bluey. Watching Bluey. Bluey. It's like about. It's about a little dog. It's about a little. No, not Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> but um it just drives me mad they're sat there with the headphones on they could be like three years old it just pisses me off it's like all you're doing is it's stopping them from interacting like you got to bring them in it's not a lot of people say parenting is the hardest thing in the world it's like oh, i'm not a parent but i look you know i'm sure you'll appreciate this as a parent and i'm sure everyone who is a parent will appreciate someone who isn't a parent telling them how to do it well uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a parent i'd like to counterpoint that yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, wait till you have kids, and you'll be fucking shoving, shut them up. <laughs> no, no, shut them up. Come on, come on, shut them up. Yeah, it shuts them up. But a little kid annoying the shit out of everyone. I, yeah, but they don't country. have them. No, but then what are they going to do? They're going to grow up, and then they're going to they won't be able to talk to people. They won't be able to. They were like me, not being able to phone people because it'd be like, oh, you've just got to. Oh yeah, fucking hell, that yeah. is annoying. Well, there you go. You're, that's what happens when you raise kids to be like that. You Does gotta it? have social interaction. Yes, absolutely. What's your, what's your source? My sound? source is HP. Cool. Brown source. Um, and just quickly, men of London, right? That's another little rant I've got. I am not the most manliest man in the world, right? Really? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Wow, I'm not breaking news, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the manliest man in the world, but. The men of London, with like they are, oh, it's pathetic. Like if we were all drafted into the war, I like to think, do you know what? At least I could do something. But these men of London with their little hats on and their little glasses, like round John Lennon glasses and the tashes, and they're, they're they sound like uh, Spitfire pilots. That yeah. description. Oh well, they'd be the worst pilots. Like they just piss me off. They walk around, ooh, ooh, and then usually you see them in a family and the the. The woman's walking right off in front and they're walking behind with all the bags on them and oh, mm. oh, pathetic. They went in Max, didn't they? They went in Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know ones? I'll guarantee and, you, you've only got a fold-up bike. Guarantee you that. Yes, yes. Brompton. And then um, their trousers are always rolled up. And, and, uh, and you know, you know, they feed their kids as well. They've got little Tupperware Feet. boxes of cut-up carrots and grapes. Yes, yes. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, little, have another grape. hummus and, and the grape and oh fuck off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I thought you like that. Little cockapoo, like, got a cockapoo. And then the sort of people that like will argue with you on Facebook and stuff like that. They're the sort what? of people that in real life they wouldn't say a boo to a, a nah, goose. Nah, brave on the face. Do you know what they work in as well? Didn't you? Marketing, what, media. What, one of us in media. Promise you yeah. that. And I guarantee you, the geezer will have a stripy t-shirt on horizontal. Yes. Stripe. Yeah. Probably a lot sure. of yellow, like a yellow yeah. anorak, oh, yellow hat off. One of them, a woolly hat, but it's sort of rolled up a bit. And they'll be the ones that are going, oh, the bloody gammons, oh, the gammons, oh, the, the alpha males gammons. But I tell you what, right, and this is the thing, say it was to kick off, say things were to kick off, right, who's the first people they would fucking run to and run behind? Me and you. It, well, maybe not me, but <laughs> the hard men, the hard men. The people that they are so against, and that's why it just annoys me. Oh, it really annoys me. Sort of geezer, they'd be out when a couple of roadmen had come up. Yeah, 
get, trying yeah. to mug them, get them run off and leave the bushes there. Do you know what? Do you know what, guys? I think you should have my stuff because you're so uh, I'm so privileged and you're so uh, oh, you should you should have my phone and, and, and please rape my girlfriend like because you should like oh pathetic I've got I know a game I know how about this right some bloke told me I've got to be I don't have, I'm not going to name names I know middle class in the sort of acting comedy sphere and he he went on a date with this he was on a first date with this woman both these types yeah it was quite tough to be fair anyway he's kissing her we're having a little kiss and a cuddle and he's seen this fucking geezer from an ethnic moment it's, it's relevant to the story that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah like trying to like pickpocket her handbag he's gone fucking like a good man yeah, yeah. He's gone mad at the geezer right geezer could have had a knife or anything like he'd done the manly thing you've got a, yeah She's fucking told him off. What? Because he's, oh, but he's probably from, he's from like an oppressed background. In my, <laughs> probably needs it more than us. All this sort of thing. There so was, he asked a few of us, we was there chatting and he asked our advice on it. And they're going, they're, and get they're, rid they're of like, her. Sort of like very like middle class wokey types. They're sort of going, oh yeah. I'm going, mate, listen. You you've done a, like you're brave. There. Yeah, you did the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She's an idiot. Uh, you did a nice thing. I thought, fuck it now. She's told him off for having to go at this person trying to oh, rob her. No, he should have my phone. He should. What? Oh, that's what. But that's what I'm ranting about. Pathetic. What the? What the fuck has happened? Do you think they'll give us the same? Uh, you know, thing. Do you think that would happen with with other people? No, it wouldn't. If I went to nick someone's phone, do you think? Right, I'll go into a uh, a Sikh shop. Right, I'll start nicking everything. They'd have their knives out in a second. Their their blades. Most people would. Seek people always carry a little knife. Do they? Yeah, 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 yeah. During the riots, they were the first ones to up arms and, and defend their, their shops, which they should. Good on them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with defending. <laughs> no, everyone's no, yeah, yeah, to defend yeah. themselves, aren't they? I can't believe that. There no, was a lot of countries, not in this country. A lot of countries. If someone like trespasses, trespasses on your yeah. property, you can shoot them like yeah. burglars and yeah, that. Yeah. In this country... You, you can go in with TikTok. That guy went in, didn't he? He was on a TikTok and he just walked into those people's house. And oh, yeah. uh, sat on the sofa. Mizzy. Oh, yeah. What's a cunt? I would. I would. Like, again, I'm not a tough guy. But I'd grab the first thing I could and just batter him. A knife. If you, would you get Maybe a kitchen knife? Not a knife. I, I don't trust myself with a knife. I've always said a hammer. A hammer what? to me is like, oh, yeah, I think I could do some damage. I, 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 would, I, I would recommend anyone. I, okay. I've seen this with women and stuff. You could overpower someone if you're quite strong. If they've got an ammo, you could just wrestle them and take yeah, you've said get this, a nice yeah. big knife, just stab them. You've got to defend yourself. I'm yeah, not, but the like, problem is with defined. stabbing. I think. Well, I'm going to get in trouble if if you know. No, right. This is the thing. Right. So oh. our self defence works is if someone's a threat to you, you can stab them when right. they're no longer a threat. This is oh. where people go wrong with self defence, and this this is. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's good advice. Right. So, say for instance, someone come into your house, right? Right. I'm your... coming into your house, right? I've got. Um, I'm there. Right. And and, uh, and what you got to do as well afterwards? Say he said to me, "I'm going to stab you." Right. <laughs> or or you could to make it better for yourself in court. This is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you could just say, "I was frightened for my life, so I broke yeah. into my house." That would probably, with a good solicitor, that would probably be enough. And then what you do, you stab them. 
Mm. If you try and get them in the heart, right? So you kill them. But if they go on the floor, if you if they're on the floor and you jump on top of them and keep doing them, when they're right, so right, that's when right, the yeah. is over from self defence. Stop yourself. You got to, to stop murder yourself. or manslaughter or whatever. Right. Um, Would so, you suggest yeah. as well cutting these bits just to show? Oh, because you were. I was doing this. That seems to be a thing in like court cases because they were doing that and they're coming at you with a knife. You get marks. You get self defence marks with a knife. No. Oh, right. I see. I you see, see what I mean? Like, you go yeah, like that. Yeah. But there might not be no knife there. No, no, you should no. be able to do that, I think. And yeah. I'm a, like, spiritual person, you know. You think morally, hang on, they shouldn't be here. I'm just defending myself. You have to be careful with the law. But my point being, that's how self-defense works. If you Because right. if they're no longer a threat to you, and you keep punching yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It goes, that's not self-defense anymore, and you get in trouble. <laughs> so if you've just done it once, or if they're, until they're out of the game, then leave them alone. So oh, you could right. do it a few times. You're going, I was just defending myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just... <laughs> but nine times out of ten. Oh, I'm, listen, don't, I didn't know that. Don't, no, that's don't good. take that's this good as gosh, Don't go out and do it. No. I'm not, I'm not like a legal expert. I do know a little bit. And yeah, but that's good. That's sure. good to know. And that does make sense, though. Hmm. But not only that, what you've got to remember as well, in that situation, me personally, the, the law goes out the window. You have to just protect yourself and your family first. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I worry about that after. I no, to yeah. Like, we want to be. Oh, I'm dead, but at least I didn't get nicked. I just think a hammer. I think I'd be better with a hammer than a knife. Each their own. Personally, I, you know, a knife's going to do the job. Hammer, I think it's a bit risky. Okay, yeah. But you have to be yeah. a bit spiteful to use a knife, didn't you? Mm, I think you got to be really. Yeah, get a big one as well. <sighs> Unless you've got a little one and it's hidden and they don't see it. Do oh, it. Nice. But, Nice. Yeah. And how many times have you? This has been in, well, fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've used that one eight times. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's good. It's true. Right, we've run out of time. We've got to do a poem. Yeah. Lenny's poetry corner. Okay. Let me, okay, here we go. Let me get it, mate. Hold on. Got it. I've got it. Right. A line each, a paragraph each. Yes. We always say it, don't we? Paragraph we? each, no. yeah. All good. Cool, then. You go first. I'll go first. All right. Lenny's Poetry Corner is really good. I'd listen all day if I could. Don't misunderstand me and save your tears. I do actually own a set of ears. Technically, it's possible. I have to work. I own a kebab shop. I'm a Turk. I suppose I could listen in the shop, but we play Turkish hip-hop. It's non-stop. Bloody good. The others like it, but I'm not keen. I say, turn that shit off. They think I'm mean. None of them like me. I don't give a toss. It's my shop. I'm the boss. Actually, I think I'm going to call rank. I'll lose the Turkish hip hop. It's a pile of wank. A new direction is where we're going. I'm going to replace it with your podcast poems. Lovely. And that's a much laugh in Wood Green. Thanks, Mustafa. He's also said, keep up the good work, lads. There's a free kebab waiting for you anytime you want at my shop. Shit hot kebabs. Nice. In Wood Green. That's in Wood Green as well. Lovely. Thank you, Mustafa. I'm not going to Wood Green anytime soon, Mustafa, but uh, thank you very much for the offer. If we're passing. If we're passing. That sounds a bit ungrateful, Ben. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Mustafa. No, I will. Do do, do deliveries. Maybe you could deliver one to the studio. Yes. Okay. Mustafa, you listening? Let's take the piss. No, no, that's all right. Are you a fan of Turkish hip hop, Ben? Uh, you, know, you, you heard that. I heard you say mid 
mid poem. Oh, lovely. Are you? I didn't know. Are you a fan it's a good. Of I mean, it's good. It's not my favourite kind of hip hop, but um, yeah, it's um, yeah. I like mid. I do like Middle Eastern uh, uh, hip hop quite a bit. It's the rapping. It's um, yeah, it's good. It's nice. My favourite. Who's my favourite Turkish hip hop artist is um, Mehmet Diamonds. Ah, nice, nice. I like um, Zafa Ilmaz. He's um, <laughs> he's, he's good. Yeah, he's very good. He's, the thing I like about it, which is weird as well, because Turkish hip hop, you know, like American hip hop, is quite anti women and quite violent. Okay. You'd be surprised. Turkish hip hop, complete opposite. Very well. Complete opposite. Yeah, it's like I love my wife. She's my woman. Uh, that's translated, obviously, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, really, really. Couldn't think of a second one. No, I couldn't. No, but it, who, who it's, was uh, it? No, was it Zaffa? Zaffa Ilmaz, yeah. He spits yeah. fire. He, he does. He's, he is fire. Yeah. Well, that's it. There we go. Now, everyone, this will be the last one before Christmas uh, as we're going, I'm going away for Christmas. What are you doing for Christmas? Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be uh, you know. You'll be, you'll be around, uh, yeah. Yeah, family stuff. Well, I'll be away. Call Lenny up. He will be back uh, soon, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Um, we'll be back soon anyway. We'll be back very, very soon. Thanks for your support. Hope you Thanks had for the support. And happy Christmas, guys. A and, Merry um, Christmas to all and to all a good night. Good night. Good night. When it's spring again, again, I'll bring again. Julie from Amsterdam. Merry Christmas. Yo, X Noel. Oh. What is it? What did you say? Joe X Noel. Joy X Noel. Joy X. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. It's, it's um, Albanian for Happy Christmas. Ah, nice. Good. Merry Christmas. I was we'll speaking to someone the other day and they said that a lot of people don't really know what Patreon is. They don't really. It's a new thing. What? If you don't know what Patreon is, look, it's um, a way that you can basically tip us for entertainment. You can support us. But you get lots of stuff in return. So you might have heard of like buyusacoffee.com or something. So where you tip people for online stuff. Services. Well, it's like that. But with this, you get extra content. You get extended versions of the podcast. You get video versions. You get every week there's a Patreon exclusive uh, episode. I mean, it's great. And ultimately, we're doing a service. <clears throat> Can you pay us, please? Yeah. It costs us time and money. And we need a bit of support. It's just a little bit of gratitude. You know, like if you watch a busker or something, you give them a bit of dough. Someone comes around, decorates your house, you pay them. Yeah. This is, you know, they don't, we, we got to survive too. So any help you can get, we'll be very grateful. Thank you very much, guys. Thank anyway. you. 